You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To get this show every day, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also tell your smart device to play Podcast Locked On Mets. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about Seth Lugo. The first half of the podcast, I will look through his numbers and evaluate his performance this season. Then later on in the second half of the show, I am going to talk about his future with the Mets and what they should do with him next year. Before we get to any of that, though, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter, at FinkelsteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing about the Mets at MetsMarizeOnline.com. Seth Lugo finished this season with a 5-1-5 ERA, and that tells you pretty much all you need to know about how his year went. He was supposed to be the second best pitcher on this staff, especially after Noah Syndergaard went down at the Tommy John, and Marcus Stroman got hurt and then opted out of the season. So Lugo was counted on originally to be the quote-unquote relief ace, the guy that would, whether it be closing games or just getting crucial outs in the middle of games, he was supposed to be the trusted reliever out of the pen. And he did a pretty good job in that role, but then he got transitioned into the starting rotation where he was supposed to be the number two starter behind DeGrom. That did not work out as planned. But overall, he had 47 strikeouts this year and 36 and two-third innings pitched. That is an 11.5 strikeout per nine, which is in line with his numbers from 2019 when his strikeout per nine was 11.7. The whip tells the story in Seth Lugo's season. His whip in 2019 was 0.90. This year it was 1.36. That shows you he was walking more batters, but really he was giving up a lot more hits. Overall though, his strikeout per walk rate was not terrible. It was 4.70. Yet in 2019 it was 6.50. So that again shows you the wipeout stuff he had in 2019, and more importantly, the fact that he was walking less batters as well. When you look at the splits between him being a starter and a reliever, you see a clear pattern. Okay, His whip as a reliever this year was 0.97 online or close to what it was in 2019. His strikeout to Walker, it was 5.50, again, closer to 2019. His strikeouts were actually down out of the pen this year. He had a 9.6 strikeout per nine, but his ERA was 2.61. That is a very good season for a reliever if he put those numbers over a full stretch out of the pen. Instead, he goes into the rotation, and it didn't work. His whip out of the rotation was 1.519. That essentially means in a two-inning span, you are allowing three base runners. And that results in a high ERA. His ERA was 6.15 out of the starting rotation. Now, while his strikeouts were down out of the bullpen, they were actually up when he was a starter, which is a little bit strange. You would have thought it would be the opposite. 
but he struck out 12.3 per nine this year as a starting pitcher. I don't know if that's repeatable. He did have a lot of those starts early on where he was getting stretched out, where he was striking out the world. So that maybe kind of inflated those numbers overall in those first two starts he had where he pitched three innings and three and two thirds. He struck out 12 batters in you know less than seven innings pitched. So that is a pretty stark contrast from what he did the rest of the year as a starting pitcher. On September 5th, he threw 81 pitches in his first start where he was really getting stretched out through five innings, allowed one run, and had eight strikeouts. At the time, I was saying maybe this experiment can work out. His next start was a little bit more mixed. He pitched five and a third against Toronto, gave up three runs. Then we get to what really slants his stats for the season. In two of his last three starts, he gets absolutely torched. The first one against the Phillies where he gave up six runs without getting out of the second inning. He then had probably his best start of the year against Tampa, going six and a third and allowing just one run. But his final start of the year on the last game of the season, once again, gives up six runs, doesn't make it out of the second inning. So I look at his numbers overall and tells me that he's probably better off staying in the bullpen. But there was flashes. He had a couple starts where he looked pretty good. And when you're talking about a starting rotation right now, that is Jacob DeGrom, David Peterson, and Crickets, <laughs> Lugo might still make sense to be in the starting rotation in 2021. It's going to be a really tough decision. It's going to depend on who else they bring into the mix. It's going to depend on Noah Syndergaard and when they think he will be ready coming off Tommy John. But there is no clear-cut answer with Seth Lugo. You know he wants to be a starting pitcher, but the numbers continue to point towards his best role being in the bullpen moving forward. I want to continue to expand on that and what I think the Mets should do with Seth Lugo in just a minute. But one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for more important things like your mortgage or food. So why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, maybe even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. They have everything you can want from engine control modules to brake parts, tan lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and have it delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com now have a representative sample size of nearly 200 innings with Seth Lugo both coming out of the starting rotation, coming out of the bullpen. Across 38 career starts, he's pitched 194 and two-third innings pitched. Across 129 appearances out of the pen, he has pitched 188 and two-thirds innings pitched. His ERA as a starter is 4.35. His ERA as a reliever is 2.53. 
That's nearly two extra runs. His whip is 1.34 as a starter, as a reliever at 0.95. He strikes out an extra two batters per nine as a reliever, and his strikeout to walk rate is 4.47 out of the pen and 3.28 out of the rotation. All that is to say, Lugo should be a reliever. But this year, after I had made the other argument for years now that Lugo should stay in the pen, the Mets decided to put him in the rotation, and I came around to the idea. Mostly because if the Mets were to make the playoffs, and how could they possibly miss a 16-team playoff, Rick Porcello would have got one of those starts in a three-game wildcard round. Lugo's in the rotation, it's Jacob DeGrom, Seth Lugo, and David Peterson pitching in that three-game wildcard round instead and throughout the playoffs. Because the rotation was that bad, I came around to it. I also thought about 2021 and what lies ahead in the fact that it's only David Peterson and Jacob DeGrom now. Who else is in that rotation? Maybe there is room for Seth Lugo. If you look at this season, though, and what he ultimately produced, that decision may have cost the Mets a playoff spot. Because I can think of two or three games, and that's all it would have taken for the Mets to make the playoffs, is what, three more wins? Where Seth Lugo coming out of the pen might have saved the Mets and put them in a position to win an extra game. So that hurt them this year, but moving forward, what do you do? The clear-cut answer, again, put him back where he's been comfortable having pitch out of the bullpen. I'm sorry, Seth, I know you want to be a starter, but the numbers should tell you by now that's not where you're at your best. When I look at the 2021 season, the argument to be made for Seth Lugo is simply that he could be a better option than bringing back a Porcello, going to the well again for a journeyman like a Waka. He could represent a better option than what you can bring in. Because as much as you want to say sign Stroman, sign Bauer, and sign whoever else, if Tanaka opts out, sign Tanaka, that's not realistic to think that just because Steve Cohen's there, the Mets are just going to take the top three starting pitchers on the market, bring them in, boom, there's your rotation. So Lugo might still have an opportunity to win a job coming out of the rotation. And while the overall numbers are stark against him when it comes to being a starting pitcher, a lot of those came before this year. And I think Seth Lugo has transformed into a better pitcher since 2019. He had two terrible starts this year that really destroy all of his statistics. Where he doesn't make it out of the second, he gives up six runs. So it's hard to completely make your judgment based on these numbers. It's just too small of a sample size as far as this season. And he had a couple good starts where he maybe showed some promise in that role moving forward. It's up to me. I'm building a rotation without Lugo, and I'm putting it back in the pen. But if the Mets decide to keep Seth Lugo in the rotation, here's the one path where it makes some sense to me. If you, in a way, use Seth Lugo and Noah Syndergaard as one starting pitcher, now I'm kind of on board. What I mean by that is Noah Syndergaard should be Back in the rotation, you would think around June, if everything breaks right, 
So if you're telling me April, May, Seth Lugo's going to get some starts and you're going to see what it looks like, that's not the worst idea. Because you also got to see, is David Peterson going to have a good year after a solid rookie campaign? Who else is in the rotation? Is someone going to get hurt? In a perfect world, all five of your stars are pitching so good that Noah Syndergaard comes out of the bullpen to start before he ramps his arm up and can eventually slot back in the rotation. Also, if the Mets, whether it's through Jeremy Hefner, Luis Rojas, a new manager, getting rid of their original front office now and moving more analytical, I think there is something to be said about Seth Lugo's usage in his role. Lugo, to me, is a pitcher that should have that extended two to three innings where he comes in to a game where you're winning by one and closes it out. And while we've seen that at times where he goes two, we haven't quite seen Seth Lugo really used as that Swiss Army, deploy him when you need him type guy. When the bases are loaded because Steven Mast, for example, doesn't have it in the third inning and you're waiting for the game to get out of hand, you throw Lugo in to put out the fire, let him be a bridge to the back end of your bullpen. When you have, again, Jacob DeGrom maybe, goes six innings, high pitch count, comes out of a one nothing game, you go to Lugo to close that whole game out. And if they were to keep him stretched out but not out of the rotation, and my basic premise here is I think Seth Lugo is a guy that can make it through a turn of the lineup and dominate. Strike out six batters, get through one through nine, get nine outs, and hit the showers. I think he maybe gets in trouble sometimes when that lineup turns over. When he's getting knocked down two innings, that could be part of the problem there. The top of the lineup, seeing Seth Lugo a second time, picking up on some things, and doing some damage. Altogether, Seth Lugo is going to be a big part of the Mets pitching staff next year. It's just that simple. They have to find the role that works for him. I think it's some type of a hybrid role, but... It might be coming out of the rotation. And he had a couple good starts that maybe point towards a pitcher that can figure it out. But the back of his baseball card tells a different story. And I know Seth Lugo really wants to be that guy in the rotation. But if he wants that, he's got to be better. It's just that simple. On tomorrow's show, I want to move into a player that I really appreciated this year. Luis Guillorme. I want to evaluate his season, and also I want to talk about a player comp from someone in the 80s that I think Luis Guillorme is a little bit like, and that makes him a little bit underappreciated. We'll get to that tomorrow. As always, thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also tell your smart device to play Podcast Locked on Mets.